I'm Michael Malley, and this is Michael the Storyteller Tells Tales. The following story was originally recorded in 1846 by Mr. William Carleton in County Tyrone. There was a fellow by the name of Lanty, Lanty McCluskey, and he had set his eye on a sonsy fine girl from the next parish, and he wished to bring her back as his bloomin' bride. Now, the meaning of that is that he had met a fine girl who lived in the village nearby and he wanted to marry her. Well, she looked at him and she said, Oh, Auntie, I do love you, but how can I marry you? You have a bit of land, but you have no house upon it. Twas true enough for your man, Auntie. He did have the land, but he had no house upon it. And so he endeavoured to build one. Now, here's the horror of it, and you won't believe what I'm telling you. But he chose for the sight of it one of those ancient prehistoric circles known as a, a fairy ring, a, a, a fairy wrath, a fairy mound. Now you know the fairies, those are the good people. You call them the good people for you never want to give them any offence. They're also known as the she. I'm sure you've heard of the banshee. Well, the she, that's the old Irish name for the fairies, the good people. Well, as I was saying, your man, Lanty, wished to marry the girl. And so he chose for the site of the house one of those fairy rings, and he was going to build his house upon that. Now this made no sense at all, for any people in the village could have told you that you would never even step into a, fa a fairy rat. You would not want to give offence to the good people. You, you avoided it at all costs. Well, the word spread through the neighbourhood and pretty soon the old woman was coming up and speaking to Lanty and she spoke to him and she said, Lanty, Lanty McCluskey, tell me that it isn't so. Tell me that you yourself would not be thinking of, of, of building your home on a, on a fairy ring belonging to the good people. The old men were coming about it. One old man in particular, he says, Lady McCluskey, may it not be said that you, Lanty, would be fool enough to be, to be building your house on the rat belonging to the she. Even the children were coming up to him and saying, Mr. McCluskey, sir, you, you wouldn't be Want to go and, and build your home for yourself and your new wife on the place belonging to the fairies now, would you? Well, Lanty McCluskey, he heard all these words and he paid no mind to them at all. I tell you, he was a headstrong man. And he said to himself, I'll build my house wheresoever I choose. 
I don't care if it gives offense to all the fairies of Ireland. I don't care if it gives offense to all the fairies of Europe. I build my house where I choose. And so he got on with the building. You can hear him pounding the nails into the wood there. Fixing up the tooth and all the rest. Well, he did all that. And then he married again. And as was the tradition in those times, he invited all of the village to come into the home that night where they had a grand party all together. I tell you, the fiddler was playing, the people were dancing about, and the rain began to pitter-patter on the roof outside. The rain began to pitter-patter on the roof outside, but then didn't they hear a strange sound? For it was after sounding something like this. What was an odd sound there? So your man, Lanty, he goes out in the rain itself and he looks up and the rain's falling upon him. But then he looks up and he hears the sound. And oh, what should he see? But up there upon the roof, there must have been not one or twenty, but over a hundred of the wee men right there upon the roof. And there was one of them, one of them giving orders to all the others. And when we were speaking, he said, <laughs> Work hard, boys. Work hard. For you know that we must have Lady McCluskey's house down before deer break. <laughs> and you know what that sound was? It was the wee ones. Weren't they pulling the ribs and the rafters off of the house itself? Yoop! Yoop! Well, Lanty gave a look at them and he spoke up to him on the roof there and he says, Gentlemen, gentlemen, please, would you, would you stop what, I, what you're after there? Gentlemen, gentlemen, please, would you stop what you're after? I was just wed this very day and we're having a, a grand party beneath there and if you don't stop with the rain falling down, my guess, they'll soon be getting wet. Well, that, that one who had spoke for all the rest and spoke to all the rest, he, he looked down at Lanty and he said, <laughs> Do you hear that, boys? <laughs> Lanty McCluskey. <laughs> he says that his guests will be getting wet. Wet is what they will get. Wet is what they will get. Walk hard. Walk hard. Eep. And there they were, pulling even more of the ribs and rafters off, perhaps even increasing the pace of the work. Well, at this moment, Lanny McCluskey, he took, he took the hat off his head, despite the rain falling down, and he said, Gentlemen, gentlemen, please, if you'll only stop what you're after, I give you my word of honour that I myself, I myself will tear down this house where it stands, as soon as it's daybreak. Well, that one that was up there on top, the one that had spoke to him before, he looked down off the brim of the roof and he looked down and he goes, <laughs> Did you hear that, boys? <laughs> Lanty McCluskey, he gave his word, his word of honor. He said that he himself would tear down this house as soon as it's daybreak. <laughs> Everyone knows. Everyone knows, boys, that Lady McCluskey is a man of his word.
Here's a marvelous word. Our work's done here, boys. Off with you. Off with you now. And each of those fairies went flying off of the roof of the house. They might have looked like, like, shooting stars returning to the sky. Until every one of them was gone. Except for the one. The one that had spoken to the others. The one that had spoken to Lattie. And he looked down upon him. And he said. Lattie McCluskey. After you tear down this house. Build your new house. Above the barine between the two white turns. And ye shall see what ye shall see. <laughs> and off ye was with all the others. Well, it was ended. Natty noticed that the rain was still falling down. He went back inside and they could hear that pitter part of the raindrops. But they heard not us. The fiddler began playing, the people began dancing and jigging about, and they had a grand party all together. Well, the next morning, Landy McCluskey was up early. He got up out of the bed and he went out of doors and there was no rain now. And he looked up at the house. And you know, he could see that there were ribs and rafters missing from the house. But he wondered to himself, did his, did his eyes trick him in the night? For it was dark and rainy. And you know, the roof, it, it could have been the wind. It could have been the wind that had loosened those, those boards there. But then Lanty McCluskey, he remembered that he had given his word of honour. And everyone knows. Lanty McCluskey's a man of his word. He's a man of his word, boy. And so, despite the protestations of the wife, he himself began tearing that house down board by board. <coughs> Until he had the whole thing apart. And he remembered what he heard or what he thought he heard about building a new house above the marine between the two white tarns. And he went up there with spade and shovel in hand and he began to dig. He was after hitting something. Well, he bent down and scooped the dirt away with his hands. There was some sort of a box, some sort of a container. And he got it out. And he opened it. <gasps> and it was full of a calm of gold. So that your man, Lanty McCluskey, became a far wealthier man than he ever otherwise would have been had he never met the fairies at all.
And that's a story told in County Tyrone, Ireland, to Mr. William Carlson in 18. 46. Michael Malley. And this has been another episode of Michael the Storyteller Tells Tales. <laughs>